If people have been stuck in a job and, and they hate the, the rat race of what they do and they want to get out of it, that's a lot of motivation too. In this episode of the Voltura Game Show Podcast, you will discover how to love taking risks in business and have a million dollar mindset. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to the fourth episode of the Voltura Game Show. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times so that the audience, you, can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new and interactive way. Today's guest is Neil Perry Gordon. Neil Perry Gordon achieved his personal goal as an author of historical fiction with his first novel, A Cobbler's Tale, published in the fall of 2018. With dozens of reviews praising his writings, he released his second novel, Moonflower, the following year. Then in the fall of 2019, the metaphysical fiction sequel to A Cobbler's Tale, The Righteous One, was published. Neil's creative writing methods and inspiration have been described as organic, and this encouraged his writing to offer surprising twists and unexpected outcomes, which reviewers, bloggers, and readers have celebrated. If you're interested to learn history in a fun way, then Neil's books are perfect for you. Guys, I have the pleasure to introduce Neil Perry Gordon. Hey, Neil. Hi, Alex. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How about you? Thank you for being on the podcast, first of all. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm actually curious, like, what brings you here, Neil? Like, what makes you excited to try or what, what are you curious to discover? <laughs> well, I'm trying to get myself uh, people aware of my books. Uh, so I'm trying to reach out to a, a, an audience, a larger audience, so people know who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, are aware of, the, of what type of books I write and, um, you know, are interested in, and I love for people to read my books and, and get excited about them. Yeah, exactly. And I saw that you have a lot of followers on social media and that's amazing. Like your books are, are going viral right now and that's the perfect moment. So thank you for being here and, you know, sure. sharing your, your gifts with us. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Now let's play Voltura game, Neil. Okay. So this is the Voltura game, Neil, and the first step that we're going to do is to roll the dice. So I'm going to roll the dice, and you please tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay, so it's four. Okay. Now, I'm going to pick the card. Please read it loud. <laughs> tell four truths and one lie. Have other players guess which is the lie. <laughs> So is that what I'm going to do? Tell four truths in one line? Yes. Yes. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Um, I was born in the Bronx, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent uh, five years of my life uh, in New Mexico. Mm. Uh I have two sons. Mm-hmm. Um, I drive a uh, a Murano, and I'm in the. Besides being a writer, I'm in the interior design business. Mm. Okay. Well, I don't know your car, <laughs> but let's see. Uh, what what's a what's a Murano? It's a Nissan Murano. Nissan Murano. Mm. Okay. 
Let me see. So you said that you were born in, in Brooks, Brooks. Bronx, 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 New York. Bronx, Bronx New York, one, yes. One of the boroughs of New York. Okay, which I think is a truth. Um, then you said about the Mexico. Spent five years of my life in New yeah, Mexico. Spent 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 five years in Mexico, New Mexico. Yes. Then you said you have two sons, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I need to check more your social media. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I think you have Marana. Yeah. So. What was the last one? The last one was, oh yeah, you're an interior designer. Yes, so that, that, I, that I checked, so I know it is. <laughs> okay, and I would go with, I would go with, with Bronx. That's, that's my lie. lie? Yeah. No, that's the truth. I, I never even been to New Mexico. So, yeah. Never been in Mexico? Ne New Mexico, no. I New Mexico, yeah. but you've been, you've been in Mexico. I've been in Mexico, but I never even stepped foot in New Mexico. So that's the oh, one. Oh, okay, good. That, that's a good. That's a good one. Like the New Mexico. Okay, good. So you've done your task, and now the next thing is questions. So my question for you is: Okay, um, how come you were never been in New Mexico? Well, you know, there's 50 states in America, so um, you know, it's not that I have any. Uh, at this point in my life, there was never a need to go there. Um, so I've been to many states. That just happens to be one of them I haven't yet visited. Mm -hmm. And is there any reason or like no time or nothing particular? Well, I don't know. I just, something's got to draw me there. Uh, you know, usually actually when, we, when I do vacation, uh, up until this whole COVID thing came about, I like going to Europe. So, you know, if we have a chance to vacation, we usually head out uh, in the other direction toward, toward your part of the world. So, you know, we love to go to Spain and um, Italy and, and visit France. So uh, if we have a choice to, to, to go or take our vacations, we, we usually head over there rather than heading out west. Um, so, but I do have good friends in Alaska. So uh, that's one place where I go out, I go every summer to visit. But mm -hmm. um, at this point, you know, traveling is certainly going to be um, not as uh, frequent um, any longer until uh, these things, this whole thing passes. So as far as we can get in a car these days is probably as far as we'll be going um, in terms of travel for a while. So, yeah, but I don't know. New Mexico, there was never a reason to go, so I never went. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And are you thinking to, to do it in the future? No, I mean, I just can find some inspiration book. for your book. <laughs> you never know. Your next book. You know, you're right. It could be. You know, I, I there were some stories about. Um, actually, I did start a story uh, that did cross into New Mexico. I never finished the book. I got about fifty thousand words in, and I, I put it aside. So yeah, there was a story that I had that I had a brief scene in New Mexico, um, uh, Native Americans, uh, back then. So yeah, perhaps you know. Research may draw me there. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you, Neil. Okay, so the next step is we proceed to the next part, which is me. So let's see what the game prepared for me today. Four. Okay. Oh, okay. I had this in the second episode, I think. The card says, put your hair in a bun and act like a sumo wrestler. 
<laughs> exactly like in the last two episodes, my hair is not too long, so I'm just going <laughs> to pretend I have a bun. <laughs> and I, I remember like in the second episode, I was like imagining the, um, the guys from um, the rugby. It was like Haka. I forgot. You know, the, 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 there were some guys that were doing these movements in rugby. Right, yeah. And they're trying to intimidate the, the other team. Yeah, they do that in football as well. There's a, um, in, in, I think in Texas, there's a team that does the sumo wrestling type of, uh, you know, when they bounce back and forth mm. uh, to intimidate the other team, as, as sumo wrestlers do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So, questions? So, have you ever done sumo wrestling? No, I haven't done sumo wrestling. I, I've done um, judo and um, taekwondo. But sumo oh. wrestling, no. I haven't done sumo wrestling. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a real specialty for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Especially their outfits that they wear, quite a kind of uh, revealing. Um, mm. And, you, and you, I think you're too skinny to be a sumo wrestler. <laughs> How come? <laughs> You look a little skinny. So, you know, the sumo wrestlers are very big. You know, yeah. So yeah. yeah. What about you? Have you done some um, martial arts or something? Uh, no, I, I've done a lot of yoga in my life. Um, mm. So that's yoga. I do a lot of running and weightlifting. So, but never any martial arts have I tried. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I heard that a lot of people are using yoga as, um, you know, for inspiration. And I'm actually curious, are you using yoga for your books as in, to get inspiration? Well, you know, I do get inspiration when I'm doing something physical. So um, if I'm running, uh, typically from running, I, that gives me more time to, to uh, let my mind wander. Yoga, um, to me, when I do practice yoga, I'm very centered in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't usually, my, my mind's not usually wandering because I'm usually in so much, you know, engaged so much in a, in a, in a pose, um, that, um, uh, that it doesn't allow me to really do that. Whereas as running, I could, I could, I could run and, you know, it's very, um, free in that way that I don't have to focus on running. You know, my body knows the mechanics of running Whereas mm -hmm. yoga, you have to really, really you know, you have to focus on what you're doing. So yes, so running is the time I, I get inspired. Running is the time where if I'm stuck on an idea uh, in, in, in my story, that sometimes it comes to me in the way, when I run. So that's, that's where I usually get my inspiration. Okay. So basically, if like, you know, the people who are listening right now, um, if they are looking to, you know, start a book or read a book, uh, write a book, yeah. would you recommend to them to also start running if they're not doing that? Well, I mean, running to me is a tool, like a tool in my toolbox that I used not only to keep me healthy, but also to keep my mind, um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, moving along and, 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 uh, and vibrant. Um, so whatever it does, I mean, I think the most important thing about writing is just to keep practicing and keep doing it. Um, because the more you do it, the better you get. Um, like anything, you, know, you, you need lots and lots of hours of practice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the more you, the more you run, the, the better you are at running, <laughs> the more you do yoga, the more you sumo wrestle, um, all these things, you become better at it. So I just tell people that, you know, keep writing, don't let, uh, writer's block, uh, 
get in your way because basically all writer's block is is a is a mental barrier that you need to break through which is true in any part of life many times where people quit and they, they get to something that gets difficult so rather than quitting just keep pushing through and that's how i i, I push through uh when i get to a point where i just you know i'm just like oh my god this is this is too difficult i can't continue you know but you can't quit you know you got to keep you got to keep trying you got to keep pushing through so uh, that's that's my philosophy on it. Mm, consistency, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Like, even when you think you you should give up, like just keep going. And yeah, I, I remember it was something uh, fun, like how to um, how to let's say destroy procrastination. It was like if you want to whatever start a project or go to to the computer and you know create a website or something. Let's say an example, right? And you don't have the mood to do that. Like go and try with the, the easiest thing. Like okay, I, I cannot I cannot go and create a website. Can I open my laptop? Can I you know go on and open my laptop? Yes, no. Okay, if I can't do that, then can I sit on the couch? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, then can I I don't know at least stand up? No. Yeah. Okay. Can I breathe? Yeah. Okay. Then let's let's go. Like easy, easy, easy. <laughs> right. Let's just do the easy steps first. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's in your case. That's why I'm thinking. Like I'm seeing that you start with running, like with something that is easy, and then you go like you get the motivation, the the willpower from there, and you you transform into inspiration, and you get the the words. Yeah. Inspiration, motivation. That's the key. You know, you have to keep yourself moving along and. Um, you know, it's nice then when you do write a book and you do get it published and you do get it out there and then people do give you reviews and you're getting good reviews and good responses and you hear back from people that they like your books. That's that's inspiring and that mm. that keeps you motivated and want to want to continue to write more. All right. Thank you. Good. Let's go one more round. Let's see. OK, tell me I'm going to roll the dice, Neil. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So it's six. Okay. 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 Choose a player and ask a question that will create an action for their next goal. I guess you're the only player. Yeah. So I, I, I have to choose you. <laughs> and that and, and ask a question that will create an action for their next goal. An action plan. An action plan. I'll create an action plan for their next goal. Mm. Um, do I know what your next goal is? Well, I can tell you. So my next goal is... Um, <laughs> yeah, my commitment for this podcast, let's, let's go with this podcast, is to reach 1 million people. I want 1 million people to be inspired and to be, to have access, exactly as we said, to have access to mindset, mm -hmm. behavior, and lifestyle of the best minds of all times. So that, right. that's my, my, so, right, my so that's goal. goal. Okay, so in order to reach your goal, um, so obviously to, to do that, you have to get yourself out there. You have to create a lot of awareness of who you are. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to be able to cut through all the other podcasts that are out there and how are we going to make your podcast unique in, uh, in order to break through the clutter of all the other podcasts that are out there? Yeah, that's really a good question. And we're already unique, 
by using a game and it's is this you see is this totally unpredictable podcast like all the podcasts are different uh and for example with you right now what happened is that we didn't have any like question card like the purple or the green we had only red and blue which was fun like n- none of them was to to spin the wheel so how we get um different is by having this having a game and on the same time creating the the quality like i'm looking to interview or to have on my podcast um people who who are committed to something big in life and um they already succeeded or they're in on their path to do that because my commitment is for the audience to have access to that right so yeah that's that's what uh what's new and different Right. I like your game. It's, it, does, it, it is different. I've done a bunch of podcasts and this is the first time I've played a game. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Okay. Uh, okay. So now it's questions and I'm asking you a question. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, what? Okay. Um, What would you, okay, same card. Choose a player and ask a question that will create an action plan for the next goal. Let's say that our audience, in our audience, there are people who um, who have an idea, but they don't know how to start it. So their next goal will, will be to put their idea already in, to be in the world, right? The idea to be already in the world. So they want to put their idea in the world. What would be um, a question, and at the same time, an advice for them that you will give? So people, so for someone who has an idea and wants to wants to get it implemented and get yes. get something started. Exactly. Well, um, you know, any idea. I mean, if 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 it's a business idea or a, a creative idea or something about uh, perhaps it's has to do with art. Um, you know, usually how I get started is I first try to figure out if there's an audience for this um, idea. Um, this, you know, I'm always looking for something that's unique. I'm, I'm always looking for something different, and I'm always looking for it in, to find a way that no one else has seen before. So, um, you know, when I in, in, in my business life and in, in, in how I write my books, I'm trying to find something in, in a different path, uh, a road less traveled, so to speak. Um, and, but but getting in front of an audience that's large enough to want to consume it. Mm. So, you know, so there's, there's some basics. So, you know, people might call it a business model if the business model itself has viability of succeeding. Um, so, you know, it's basically trying to come up with, you know, and one idea is not enough, you know, in life. You need many ideas because, you know, you can have a hundred ideas, but only maybe one's going to work. So, you know, there's no such thing to me as the big idea because many times you might stumble into something by accident and find out, oh, wow, that's a great idea. Uh, but it was purely accidental. So I'm, I believe in having many ideas, trying things over and over again, uh, not to worry about failure. Uh, failure is just one more step to success. Um, and just keep, keep trying and keep trying and keep trying because, you know, you keep throwing stuff against that wall. Not, a lot of things don't stick, but when something does, you better make it, be aware of it and, and take advantage of it. So I think that, you know, there's not one great idea. There are thousands of small ideas and one of them will turn into a great idea. Mm, yeah. And it's also important, as you said, to, to have an audience there. It's like, 
if you have like the best idea but nobody's buy, buying it it's just an idea exactly. yeah okay good thank you Neil. okay so that's me last one let's see five okay so what are your beliefs that's my card okay and now spin the wheel so in love okay what are your beliefs in love um hmm. i believe i can fly <laughs> the very popped in my mind the song <laughs> um i was i don't know it's just like pop right now it, it, i'm talking about right now um general love or we can go in relationship or we can go into romantic love it's all about this i had i think in the second or the first podcast we, we were having a conversation about um what people understand about love and what i believe about love is that love is all about acceptance and forgiveness but it's more about acceptance and in voltura this is what we're promoting um voltura actually means perfectionism and what what we want to say about perfectionists is not that you need to to do something you know like to to be a, a ceo or something like that or um, a multimillionaire or to do this kind of thing right or to have something to have the lamborghini or a porsche or whatever right to have the, the the physical object but it's all about in who you are like you're perfect the way you are and same with love love it's all about acceptance, acceptance of who you and other are and who you and others are not. So that's what I believe. Very nice. Yeah. Questions? So you have this ideal of what love is and, and trying to be accepting of, of, of people. What happens when you are you come across someone who doesn't set up who doesn't meet your ideals, who doesn't really, maybe politically, they're on the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, something that, you know, basic, their basic beliefs is the opposite of your beliefs. Then are you still offering that same love? Yeah. Well, it's, again, it's all about acceptance. And that's true. Like every human being is unique. And some things that I believe, maybe you're not believing or the other way around, right? But that's it. In the end, uh, it's, I believe it's all about what happened in the life, right? Because if you were uh, born and had the same life that I had, you would probably believe the same things, right? So it's just all about the, the experience that you had in your life. And yeah, I, I can accept that and I can understand that. Now, if we cannot be on the same page, then... I cannot do anything. I cannot force you or the other person to, you know, um, like me or to be with me. But I can accept that. And I, instead of like, you know, I used before to, to judge people or to blame them, like, oh, it's your fault. Why are you not doing this? Why are you doing that? Like, I wouldn't take responsibility for anything. And I was just like, okay, yeah, it's fine. You, you left, no problem. I can find another one and another one and another one. The thing is, like, after doing this for 20-something years, you realize you get tired of doing this. I got tired. And I was like, okay, then in the end, these, these are people. I cannot change them. The only one that I change or I can control is me. So this is where the acceptance came from. 
Very nice. It's a yeah. good idea. I like it. Yeah. What about you, Neil? Yeah, well, you know, um, I have friends who are on the other end of the political spectrum, you know, and today politics really divides everybody, um, especially in this country. Um, I'm sure in your country as well. Uh, but here, uh, politics has become such a hot topic. Everything was politicized. Even wearing face masks now is mm -hmm. uh, a political issue. Um, but I do have friends who are on the other end of the political spectrum, friends who I love and friends who are, I respect. So, um, you know, you have to be able to temper that and, uh, and remember what's most important. And, and you're right. You know, if you can be accepting of it, regardless of their other beliefs. Yeah, and that's, that's the epitome of what love is all about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just to understand that this is the way they think or they believe and you can't change that. You will try. Everyone will try. <laughs> Come on, be, be on my side, right? This is what politics is about. You're trying to convert <laughs> to their own beliefs and thoughts. <laughs> but Yeah, we try. <laughs> yeah, in the end will not work. And because in the end, we have our own set of beliefs and things. Thoughts. Good. Okay, so let's complete the game, Neil, by using the acknowledgement card. Okay, so in this step, everyone will acknowledge you, Neil, for something that you have done in the round. So now I have the voice, people, audience can also acknowledge <laughs> when they're listening. <laughs> but what I want to acknowledge you, Neil, is uh, I acknowledge you for your your experience and your wisdom in, well, first of all, in the way that you see, um, let's say business in general, right? Because you said, I, I can have the best product, but if there is no audience, it will not work. So you already got that. And there are many people out there that think, oh, I have the best idea. I should go and do this and implement and lost hours of my life like I did that I had something and I was like spending so much time on the website instead of like looking okay how can I sell this right so I acknowledge you for seeing this and being focused on bringing more people like what, what I'm seeing is like you you're more committed for people to have an amazing experience or an amazing um yeah an amazing experience with your product or, what, or with what you are creating instead of your product be the best so yeah. be the best for them. And also I acknowledge you for, um, for lying. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> for, I acknowledge you for, um, yeah, being, um, you know, it's called Jack of all trades. Like it's right. a huge, it's a huge, uh, um, like on the first side, it looks like a huge discrepancy, like an author and then uh, interior designer, entrepreneur, but you have it like you, you blend it really nicely. And yeah, I acknowledge you for that. I acknowledge you for um, why, I'm, why I'm seeing, allowing yourself to experience a lot of things and seeing opportunities. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Your turn. Oh, well, I acknowledge you for um, coming up with this creative game. Um, and way of engaging your podcast guests uh, in a unique way. It's, um, it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing that you created. Um, it, it enables to draw people out uh, and finding out a lot about them in a, in a fun way rather than just having a conversation. So it creates a lot of interest. 
Um, hopefully your audience is engaged with this because it's a wonderful way of doing it. Um, and I hope you have a lot of success um, you know, as, as you go along with this and, and, and then have it evolve into something even bigger and greater. Um, so I, 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 I applaud creativity. Um, I've, I've always find it to me the most inspiring thing in life is when uh, people are creative. It, it, it's certainly my most big, my, my biggest motivator is, is to be creative every day. That's why I love to write. I found writing as to be the most creative outlet that I could actually do as well as my business too. Um, so, you know, Andy Warhol once said that business is art and that was really a big uh, epiphany for me to understand and look at business as art rather than just the, just the, the, the straight hard, uh, you know, facts about business. So um, I think you're taking, you're doing something wonderful here. It's, it's, a, it's a really a, a terrific thing and I acknowledge you for it, Alexandra. Thank you. Thank you. I got it. Okay. <laughs> so congratulations, Neil. You have finished the game. Thank you Thank for you. playing the Voltura game. Thank you. And I'm curious, like, how was for you? Like, what did you expect to discover? Or what did you discover now? How, how was the experience for you? Uh, it was fun. I enjoyed doing it. I had no idea what you were, you had me into uh, going into it. When you said you had a game, I was like, all right, we'll try it. We'll see what it goes on. You know, other podcasts, they'll have like 20 questions, quick fire questions to ask you. Um, but, it, you know, which is fine. But this is, like, like I said before, when I was acknowledging you, this has a, a much more a creative and visual aspect to it that's fun. Um, and uh, people love games. I think, you know, the game show has always been a popular thing to do. People like to watch game shows, like to participate in game shows. So, yeah, so I, I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I got that. I'm really glad that you, you take this on. And yeah, I, I actually acknowledge you for, you know, being courageous and taking this on and like curious. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Good, Neil. Now, the next thing that I want to ask you now is, what is one successful mindset that you had? What is one successful behavior that you had? And what is one aspect of your lifestyle that made you who you are now? What would you like to share with our audience? Well, mindset to me, I mean, I'm very focused. So when I get myself um, uh, involved with something and I really dedicated to it, um, I use the word my mindset so my mindset becomes locked in so i am a novelist and i am locked in my mindset is 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 zeroed in on writing novels and um, like you said you want to your goal is to have a million uh people who are subscribers to your podcast i also want to be a, a best-selling author so my mindset is is, is driven towards that goal and uh, and my behavior uh, will be to make sure I succeed at that. So I do whatever it is to, 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 I need to do to make that happen. So I need to be not only a book writer, but I also need to be a bookseller. So I need to also use my marketing skills and helping create a, an audience for, for my books. So I, I try all sorts of different ways. Uh, by going on podcasts, by doing social media, by writing uh, blogs and, and doing interviews and getting book reviews. Um, and doing what and sending out a newsletter um, each month so I do all that uh, those, those behaviors to 
satisfy the goals of my mindset. Uh, and the lifestyle that it creates is, is something that I love. I mean, I, I love the lifestyle of being a writer. Um, it's, it's such an easy thing to do compared to other things because you, could, you can write anywhere. I mean, you can write in a Starbucks uh, in, in New York City while you're waiting or on a, uh, in an in a, in a airport or on a plane or in, in my backyard. Um, anywhere I could just take my laptop. So, you know, the lifestyle is wonderful. Um, the behavior that it instills in me to, to keep me happy is, is satisfying. And, uh, and, 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 I, and by implementing the mindset that, I, that I'm good at doing, uh, helps me achieve all this. So, yeah, it all ties in, mindset, behavior, and lifestyle. Uh, and uh, being a novelist is, 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 the, uh, is the ultimate for me. Hmm. And what is, and I, I got what you said about um, the lifestyle, but what is one aspect, like what is something that you're doing uh, every day? And we had like already um, some, like a conversation about like um, running and yoga, but what, besides this, what is something, one aspect of your lifestyle that made you who you are now? Um, the, the ability to focus uh, on, on, on one thing, you know, growing up, I, I mean, I grew up in a, in a, uh, in a family uh, where we always were entrepreneurs. Um, now, my grandparents and my great grandparents, there was no such thing as the word entrepreneur. They were, they were called merchants. Mm -hmm. So my ancestors were either cobblers or carpenters or mm -hmm. owned a retail store or had a, had a butcher shop. But everyone of my grand, um, of grandparents and great-grandparents uh, and great-great-grandparents uh, all were indiv you know, individual merchants, uh, never worked for anybody. Uh, so that has always been, uh, it's in my DNA to, to do that. So you know, in the heart, in the, in the deepest uh, part of, of, of me, it's, uh, it's to create on my own, uh, never to be to work. I've never had a job for anybody else except for myself. Mm. Um, and um, the independence of that and the freedom of that is worth it. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not always wonderful. You know, there's, lots, there's, always, there's always stress in anything. Um, but I, if I had a chance to, to turn the clock back and do it all over again, I'd probably do it the same way. Mm. So, um, yeah, so that's been my lifestyle for the past, you know, all these years of my life. That's really interesting what, what you said about, like, it's like in, in your DNA, the entrepreneurial or the merchandising uh, trait. And the question I am asking here, probably like the audience is asking too, is this, can you be an entrepreneur without having the entrepreneurial DNA or having someone in your life that was an entrepreneurial? Entrepreneur, sorry. Well, I'm sure you could, and, and lots of people do it. And the problem is, is the fear. Uh, that a lot of people have. I mean, to me, I never had that fear. I always say, this is how it's done. And, you know, as a child growing up, you know, I, I, my parents had a store, had a, had, a, had a retail store. So I would come in as, as a child and, 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 and work in their store. So I, I would always assume this is how things are done. So I never had, I never questioned, I was never fearful of that, of, of taking that type of risk. And I even do that today. I mean, uh, still taking risks uh, that uh, most people wouldn't take. Um, because that's just in my nature to do that, uh, because I have confidence in myself that I can make, I could succeed. Um, so, 
but you know, it's all about motivation. If you know, if people have been stuck in a job and, and they hate the, the rat race of what they do and they want to get out of it, that's a lot of motivation too. You know? So, you know, it's just about getting over that fear uh, and, and, and believing in yourself and, and, um, and, and giving yourself a shot uh, and not being afraid to fail. Um, so yeah but you know some people do fall on their face but you know you got to get back up there and keep trying it's uh, it's not easy but not everyone's like that some people like the job some people like the like the the benefits like knowing that they don't have to worry about it when they you know every night you know i have to worry like when this whole covid thing went down and and all new york city closed up you know my business was basically out of business i've been out of business for for two months we're now just in two weeks, we're going to be going back. Um, so, you know, I've had to manage this past two months uh, with, you know, trying to trying to do that. But, you know, I've managed crises before. Uh, this is a, a bigger one that we've had in the past, but we'll manage, we'll get ourselves through. And I have confidence that, uh, that we'll be fine. So, um, you know, it's always, ha- it's about being a, po- a having a positive attitude towards life. Yeah. Um, you know, that's always been something my father instilled to me when I was very young to be a positive thinker, um, not to be negative. Uh, and you know, you can meet people who are always very negative, very down, looking on the, on the dark side of things. And then there's always people, then there's people who are always, always looking on the other side and trying to be an optimist. And um, that's me. I'm the optimist sometimes to a fault, but um, that's who I am. Really pleasure. And I, I, like, I like what you said, like a lot of golden nuggets, like don't give up, take risk, have positive, attitude and, and you know mindset and really like have people around you that that's something that you haven't said but i heard it like have people around you that will empower you like they have the same positivity as you yeah and, i do have people who are negative around me too um mm-hmm. but they 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 bring other things to me that i need um mm-hmm. you know but they may be a negative person um but i know where i don't dwell on them with that aspect but they could be very intelligent or and and bring ask things to my life that I need. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's the part of, like you mentioned before, about love uh, and accepting people. So accepting people who are both positive or negative um, and, and trying to draw out the best qualities of everybody. So um, that's, what I, that's what I try to do. I don't dwell upon the negative, even though, and I, I don't let their negativity get me down. I try to boost them up. They, a lot of negative people will seek me out because they, they want to hear a positive message. It's reassuring um, to hear that as well from their side of things, you know, because they're always so doom and gloom. They can hear a positive message too. That's, uh, that's also rewarding. Beautiful, beautiful. Good, good, Neil. Now, before we finish, I just want to, you know, tell people where they can find more about you, where, where they can contact you. Yeah, you can. You can go to my website, neilperrygordon.com. Uh, I have five of my books there. You can read about them, summer, a summary about the books. You can see my reviews. I have a blog. You can read a bunch of my uh, articles are there. There's, there's links to Amazon where you can buy my books. Uh, I have books in ebook, paperback, and Audible. So if you want to listen to my books too, that's also available. So um, yeah, go visit my site, check it out. And maybe you want to read one of my books. And then if you do, let please leave a, a review on Amazon. It would be wonderful. Definitely. Definitely. Contact Neil is a really great guy and you see how much wisdom he has. And yeah, this podcast was amazing. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review, 
five stars, no more, no less. <laughs> and uh, yeah, share it. Share it. As I, as I said with Neil in this episode, we are committed to have one million people reach this, to be inspired, to be empowered, and to be, you know, sometimes we need either more encouragement to, to go through things in life, especially right now. So this podcast is about this. And yes, if you have any feedback, feel free to write down to us or in the comments or anywhere. We really appreciate that. And this will help us to create a better experience if it's possible. <laughs> thank you, Neil. Anything else you want to say before we complete? No, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. In the next episode from the Voltura Game Show, you will meet Patrick and discover how after failing more than a hundred times, he succeeded to have the second biggest entrepreneurial group in the world. See you in the next episode.